Welcome to 2021, everybody. I hope everyone out there had a great holiday season. So as much as Ian and I tried to convince Mike to take a week off here at the end of the year, this this slave-driving motherfucker was having none of it. So the compromise, this week's show, is going to be one of our favorite Patreon uh, bonus episodes from the last year. And it's, it's really quite terrifying, if you ask me. So we'll be back next week with an, with an all-new episode. But without further ado, I present to you an episode on the Black-Eyed Children. Bonus episode for all of the patrons. They've been waiting for this one. It's been a few weeks. Have they? They haven't had a bonus show in a few weeks. Really? People were asking today, give me more free stuff. Mike, please give us more free stuff. It's not really free. Yeah, it's not free. Well, they want bonus content. (laughs) Well. Content on top of content. We deserve to be compensated for our time. But are we, though? I think we are. There's <laughs> are we? Compensated <laughs> yeah, for our time. I think we are, and I think there's a lots of people that signed up for the $10 or switched over to the $10, which kind of blew my mind is how many people have done that. So. This isn't even for the $10 people. Doesn't matter. There's just it was, I was blown away by how many people actually did that. This is what happens when we start a, a, a show with a power hour ahead of time, pre-show power hour. I, I am pretty intoxicated, oh. I, I will admit. I'm, and I'm fired I had a couple up. whiskeys before you got here Woo. and a power hour, and I'm pretty fucking loaded. I'm just ready to go. I'm fired up. All right. Ian's over there, docile as can be as, as, as usual, <laughs> ready to read his notes. Nice, got a nice buzz going, I'm sure. I've drank the same amount of liquor, but nothing changes about me. <laughs> or the same amount of booze, but nothing changes about me. I was going to say, what fucking liquor did you have tonight? Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. See, fucking power hour. This guy <laughs> here we go. And here we go. <laughs> Let the shit show begin, huh? If they wanted some content, we gave them some content. What are you going to do? This is going to be a little bit of a fun one. A little bit terrifying, a little bit funny. I've always uh, I've been interested in this, in this uh, story. It's a little it's creepy. A little... It's a little... We mentioned this what. one. I think when Ian was going through like subjects that we could potentially do last year, early in the podcast, we he had mentioned yeah. this, and we were like, okay, that'll be a good one. We'll put it on the back burner for a little bit, and then we forgot about it, and then we were looking for a bonus show to do, and this fucking popped up, and we we're like, hell yeah, let's talk about this. Like The possibilities are open here. It could be demons, could be vampires, could be uh, interdimensional stuff. Who knows? And it's very much... Uh similar to the men in black absolutely Mm -hmm. a lot of similarities yeah all right well let's dive in ian tell us about the black eyed peas i mean the black eyed kids (laughs) i think their greatest move was when they added fergie back you know in the the early 2000s they you know brought them out as superstars took i mean they did the super bowl did they not yeah a lot more popularity fergie was smoking hot i mean was was. maybe she still is i think so i think she's pretty hot she's fergalicious (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Ian's not a fan. Apparently not. He, he, not like he was like quick a... with the is she hot? Is she really? <laughs> but is she though? But is she? Being all I like, judgy uh, mom. I like Will I Am. He's pretty Will cool. I Am's cool. 
I'm looking up Fergie now because now I need to know. I like his solo stuff. Yeah, I might be changing my tune on Fergie. She's not that great. Her face is Fergie. Oh, I don't think so. Oof. All right. No love for Fergie? I don't know. I mean, her body's rocking. I mean, not for me. All right. So she's not Fergalicious? She might be Fergalicious. Who am I to say what the definition of Fergalicious is? Very true. (laughs) Very true. She might very well be. I think you're being chauvinist like that review on iTunes the other day. (laughs) S-H-O-V-I-N-I-S-T. They called us halfwits, I believe. Someone who can't spell chauvinist calling us halfwits. Right. And they also were the ones that said that pigs don't smell. (laughs) Also true. Look, this is a... They were very mad. This is equal opportunity objectifying people on here everybody's getting objectified on this oh yeah show, so. she called us pigs Weird. more or less she didn't she didn't yeah. like that mm-hmm. we uh why well, i'm saying it's a she i don't know for sure i we assume it's equally a she. shit on everybody on this show i'm paraphrasing will, but it was like you want to if you guys want to listen to who these guys want to bang end quote garbage that was but more or less why good. are they calling us chauvinists because every time we do like an f Mary kill we do a guy and a girl true very non-chauvinistic. So fucking it's Karen, you can lick my love pump. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Ian, Black Eyed Kids, let's go. Now I'm fucking pissed. So Black Eyed Kids, they will look like normal human children between the ages of 6 and 16, but they are reported to have pale or olive skin and completely black eyes. So that olive skin is the first thing towards... Uh, men in black. Men in black. Yeah. Yep. Very similar. People who have been in close proximity to black-eyed kids report feeling this unease that just comes over them, like just just straight-up fear. And while nothing about the children's appearance, aside from their eyes, is generally frightening to these people, they still report just having like this intense anxiety and terror. It's just the presence of being around these kids. So kind of like how altar boys feel when uh, around priests. (laughs) Kind of like that same thing. I think it's exactly right. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't know I'm not an altar boy. Just trying to draw correlations so I have, you know, context. (laughs) (laughs) They also... They also commonly described, or they are they are also commonly described as wearing dated clothing or dressing in a manner that is not typical of a normal child as their age. And a lot of people that have come in contact with these kids say that they smell of mold or there's just a smell that it smells bad and there's something wrong with their speech. Like it's not quite human. So it's still on the line with men mm. in black. Sounds like Amish kids to me. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> kind of stinky. There's something wrong wow. with their speech. It's not quite right. They have unibrows, these kids. <laughs> what if it was just Amish kids getting lost? <laughs> Poor kids. A rum rumspringa, is that what it's called? Rumspringa. <laughs> I don't think those kids get lost. They have a damn good time and they don't ever come That's back. True. Wasn't there a show about that? Rumspringa? I've seen yeah, I think so. Oh, where the where when they what what is that like when they turn sixteen they get to go for a bit yeah like, and then they like go way off the fucking rails yeah. and start doing drugs yeah and well I don't I think that's the extreme version of it I think some of them do some of them don't they get to go see what life outside of uh, you know not shaving your unibrow feels like yeah and having some electricity smoking some meth you know have a girl touch your peepee like <laughs> oh wait this is great yeah. or or a boy <laughs> touch your hoo ha you know sure because we're not chauvinists we go both ways. Like, yeah, this is way better than being Amish. wonder what the uh, retention rate on that is. Hmm. 
It's pretty good. I think a lot of most of them come back. You mean they get too scared, overwhelmed? Or they wake up with a fucking hangover and they're like, I don't like yeah. this, Jebediah. I'm Mr. Yoder, we're back. <laughs> yeah. We don't we don't like this. I'd rather uh, plow stuff. those fields instead of your daughter. <laughs> I, I mean I feel like it would be super fucking overwhelming to go from nothing electronic to like what electronics are today. Yeah, it's awesome. It would well, be. Yeah, it's awesome. Be awesome. Like it would be very overwhelming. It'd be overwhelming <laughs> if you did not know anything about it. Would it would be, sure. And then you you just get thrown into like city life. You're like, hmm, do I like this phone and being at the strip club and doing blow off this hooker or do I want to go churn butter <laughs> back in Lancaster, Pennsylvania? I don't know. Um, you know. I'm torn right now between discussing <laughs> the extreme of them blowing, doing blow off a hooker or just singing Weird Al's Amish Paradise, <laughs> which is a fucking awesome song. I don't love the Amish, man. I don't know. Wow. You hate these people. Mm. It's not I great. like Amish country. I like going down there and like getting some good food. Yeah, if you want a bunch of dirty people that don't take baths to be cooking your food, have at it. Hot I mean, they make good beef jerky. And yeah, stuff, so hey, they, they don't do shower, but jerky. you know, have at it. <laughs> Ian gets back on track before Dave goes out and puts a hit on an Amish person. <laughs> so the thing about black-eyed children, they're always asking something, and it's always something that involves being in close quarters with you. Like they'll ask for a ride in your vehicle or to enter your home to use the phone, stuff like that. And it's also been reported that they say things like, quote, mother needs to know where we are or, quote, he will get mad at us. So Mike Pence, he's a black eyed kid. <laughs> mother needs to know where we are. Sounds like Mike Pence to me. Oh, boy. Mother, I don't know if I can be alone with a woman in the other room. What a crew. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so there's lots of theories on what they could be, whether it be aliens, demons, or even vampires. And the vampire one is to me is like the most interesting part of all of this because there seems to be a running theme in all of these stories that they can't come in your home or your vehicle unless you let them in. And they get really pissed off yeah. when people say no and they're like, We need to come in. So, so I, that, that's yeah. like an interesting twist on it. I try to look back at the vampire origin story of, you know, having to request permission to come in your house. Yeah. And I, I couldn't really pinpoint it. It just seems like it's, you know, vampire lore and, and folktales going way back, you know, all the way back. That's just it just happened somewhere along the way. Yeah, exactly. If they're gonna ruin it's your a, life, they want to be polite cool about aspect. it. At least. They want to be polite. It, it, it is an interesting aspect of the story that you have to be invited in. And most vampire movies, I mean, that's how it's portrayed these days. I mean, I feel like almost all of them, it's portrayed as yeah. that they just can't come in your house. Why don't you let me in? I don't want to let you, you know, in. Speaking of that, motherfucker, I, let, I don't want to let you um, in. What's what's the uh, what's the Swedish movie? Let the right one in. Let the right one in. I watched Probably, the American yeah. version not that long ago. Yeah, uh, what, let, that let one's me called in. Let Me In. Let Me yeah. In. Yeah, it was really good. I loved it. Yeah. It held, it held up from when I watched it originally. Yeah, super good. The end, the ending scene in the pool of "Let the Right One In" is awesome. It's fantastic. Yeah, maybe oh, one of the sweet. greatest vampire movies ever. It's yeah. wild. It's so good. So if you've never seen uh, "Let the Right One In" Swedish subtitles, it's worth it. It's very good. 
I think the American one holds up as well. I I, I don't disagree. You know, as far, you know, m- most American remakes are not always that great, but yeah, it was really good. Good story. So certain publications claim that this phenomenon dates back to the 1980s, but the most widely accepted first report came from 1996. Brian Bethel was a journalist out of Abilene, Texas, and it's believed that the black-eyed kids phenomenon had stemmed from a story that Bethel recounted to his colleagues in a personal email in 1998. According to Bethel, the encounter in 1996 happened like this. I had gone down to the former site of the Camelot Communications, one of the area's original internet providers, to pay my bill. At the time, Camelot was located on North 1st Street near the movie theater in what is now Bank One. I was using the light of the theater's marquee to write my check, which I planned to put in the Camelot's night drop slip. Involved in my work, I never heard them approach. So pre-online bill pay, I guess, huh? Yeah, you gotta you had to drive and drop that shit off. Is it weird that he's out, <laughs> out in this parking lot writing his checkout? I guess not. Probably not back then. <laughs> right it's hard to imagine things twenty five years ago. Yeah, I mean, I was like four, Dave. I, oh, well, yeah. I know. Yeah, I was like three. I yeah. know what you mean. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, like, I get it. You're sixty three. <laughs> there was a knock on my driver's side window. Two boys, somewhere between nine to twelve years old and dressed in hooded pullovers stood outside. I cracked the window a bit, anticipating a spiel for money, but I was immediately gripped by an incomprehensible, soul-racking fear. I had no idea why. Conversation ensued between one boy, a somewhat suave, olive-skinned, curly-headed young man, and myself. The other, a red-headed, pale-skinned, freckled young man, stayed in the background. I mean, conventional wisdom says these gingers have no soul, right? So, of course, they'll stay that's, in the background. That's, that's what I've heard. That's what a lot of people have told me about myself, actually, yeah. and my brother. Because yeah. we both have red Sure, hair, gingers so. have no soul. <laughs> the gingers got to know his place, right? So he stands in the back. That's, that's what I've heard. <laughs> the spokesman, as I've come to think of him, told me that he and his companion needed a ride. They wanted to see a movie, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Great dude, fucking movie, dude. It really is. Sweet-ass movie to see in 1996. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, fuck yeah. But they had left their money at their mother's house, and could I give them a ride? I thought plausible enough, but throughout the exchange, the irrational fear continued to grow. I had no reason to be frightened of these boys at the moment, but I was terribly wrong. After a bit of conversation, I looked up at the theater marquee and down at the clock display in my car. Mortal Kombat's last show of the night had already started. By the time I could have driven the boys anywhere and back, it would have practically been over. The spokesperson started saying things like, quote, It wouldn't take long. We're just two little kids. Just let us in, and we'll be gone before you know it. We'll just go to our mother's house. Hmm. So, like, aggressive. Uh, yeah, but... But you're, are you calculating, like, the movie times and all that? Well, I mean, I guess I could see if you looked up and it was like the movie started at... Mm, it started at 10 o'clock and it's already 10.15. I guess. Yeah, you're, like, you're like, hey, the movie's already going to be done. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I could about? see that happening. All I don't right. know. All right. Seems just, like that's not what you're focused on in the, in the heat of this uh, But encounter. at the same time, it's kids, though. Like, you're not feeling immediately endangered, right? Yeah. Like, they're not holding a gun to you, so it's like you're going to panic. You're All just right. you're feeling nervous, scared. I I could see that. I I believe it. 
I believe that part, like that you could think about the movie time. All right, fair enough. I started getting nervous, panicked. I was planning on ways to escape, coming up with excuses, and then the spokesperson said, quote, we don't have a gun or anything. <clears throat> that changes the situation, Jesus, right? Pally. Yeah, it's like, hey, uh, <laughs> that's like super creepy. So, like, yeah. Okay. yeah, like, so we talked about the similarities with the men in black. Like, that's a slightly, like a slightly off idea of what you would say to calm a person, you know? Yeah, that that definitely well, wouldn't calm anybody. Like, it's, it has the opposite effect, but it's what a person slightly not human would think that you would say to a person, but it's, you know, yeah, not it. Yeah. It's not exactly true. The men in black also used a lot, like they, they used their smiles, right? Like yeah. to try to like show that they were friendly or what they perceived yeah. to be. It doesn't sound like these kids were doing that. Yeah. Like if you're writing a program, what should you say to somebody to call them? Oh, I don't have a gun. But in reality, it has the opposite effect. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, like, like if when we go through all these stories as we continue to go through these, I feel like it. It is it, like if you if you believe this and stuff, it it is like uh, something decided to take the form of a kid because they thought kids would be calming to people. Like, yeah, less yeah, intimidating. These little, yeah, sure, these little sure. fuckers aren't scary as shit. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that my hand had strayed toward the lock of, of my door as if I was being instructed by the child to do so. I pulled it away, perhaps a bit too violently. In the short time that I had broken the gaze with the spokesman something had changed and my mind exploded into a vortex of all-consuming fear it's like mind control were they hypnotized yeah. mike were these little black-eyed kids hypnotizing them to open their door in a word no oh all right <laughs> no. No. You're very quick to answer that yeah well talk to both Betty boys Hill. stared at me with coal black eyes the sort of eyes one sees these days on aliens or bargain basement vampires on late night television. <laughs> God damn. S soulless orbs like two great swaths of starless night. I didn't know what to do. Against my better judgment, I went back to unlocking the door. Why? What do you mean? I think, well, like, uh, like according to his stuff, he... Um, he was feeling like slightly like mind controlled, like kind of yeah. taken over by these kids. That's interesting. Let's get the fuck out of there, time. I don't know why I'm opening this door, but I am. <laughs> Please come on in. <laughs> then I snapped into it, as any rational person would do, and I full on freaked out inside while trying to appear completely sane and calm. I apologized to the kids and I made whatever excuses came to mind all of them designed to get me the hell out of there fast. The fear was now palpable, a black hanging thing, almost as if reality itself was warping around me. It's a panic attack. Yep. For sure. I wrapped, my, I wrapped my hand around the gear shift and threw my car into reverse and began to roll up the window, apologizing all the while. My fear must have been evident as the boy in the back wore a look of confusion, but the spokesman started to bang sharply on the window. As I rolled it up, his, word, his words full of anger echoed in my mind even to this day. Quote, we can't come in until you tell us it's okay. Let us in. Mm. I'm scared, so man. I drove, yeah, I'm that's, scared. that's not creepy at all. <laughs> that is Jesus so Christ. fucking creepy. <laughs> Little fuckers. So I drove out of the parking lot in blind fear, and I'm surprised I didn't hit a car or two along the way. I took a quick look in my rearview mirror before pulling out into the night. The boys were gone. Even if they had run, I don't believe there was any place that they could have hidden from view that quickly. Mm. So 
that's Brian's story. Mm. Uh, Brian Bethel acknowledges that his story, you know, from the way that I read this a bunch of different places was that he sent this out in an email thread to colleagues and then those colleagues then leaked it out. Yeah. Because he was a, he's a, a, like a award winning journalist. Like he's not some fucking jackass. Well, and Dave and I watched a show that there was featured on. There is an uh, interesting Amazon show. This guy's interviewed. He tells a story. Pretty, pretty yeah. ver- like an verbatim. Guy. Yeah. yeah, which he, makes I mean, it like creepy I said, he's, that he's, like I, I kind of believe this guy, which weirds me out because I don't believe any of this shit. Yeah, right. And I kind of believe this guy. guy. Yeah. He is a believable guy for sure. Um. So I mean, and then he goes as far like he acknowledges that his story getting out there to more of the like the general public of the internet has really helped spark like a ton of creepypasta lore with the black-eyed kids, but he maintains that his experience was real, and he does believe that some of the other encounters that have been reported are real as well, because this guy named David Weatherly wrote a book about the men in, or, uh, about the black-eyed kids, and Nick Redfern, who I used a lot of his stuff for my research for The Men in Black, also did some stuff on black eyed kids and and helped out David Weatherly in his book. So, you know, I mean there's some there's some heavy hitter paranormal investigators that believe it. That are on board with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And believe in this stuff. There's a lot of uh credible eyewitness accounts. So before we jump into the second story, I just want to let everyone know I'm currently drinking a Tradition Mexican lager. From Tradition Brewing Company out of Virginia. Shout out to listener and patron Aaron. Thank you very much for the hookup. This is a fucking delicious Mexican lager. I'm a drinking Tradition IPA, batch number three. It's pretty tasty. I'm not really a fan of IPAs most of the time, but... But it's also got a high alcohol count, and you like that. It's 6.5. It's not bad. I'm already highly intoxicated, (laughs) and it's uh, doing me good. So we're learning what a 6.5% alcohol does after a power hour where you had six or seven beers in an hour. I don't mind it. Yeah. It's very tasty. Delicious. Thank you very much. I might be turning on to IPAs. I don't know. Look at this. Wow. We're all going to be done with the uh, Diet Millers and we're all going to be drinking IPAs here all the time. Mm, I don't know if that's true. Well, just wait, Pally. All right, Ian. Second story. So let's get into our second one. This one comes from Ireland. So this is like a worldwide phenomenon. This isn't just uh, this isn't located to. Uh, so are 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 all these stories post Brian's story like branching out into the world? Yes, because mm. I, I think that's an important part of this. Like no one's ever like it's a recent history with this thing, right? It's it didn't. Not, the stories didn't come out until his was made known. Yeah, like this guy saw it, and then other people started right. seeing it right. and reporting it and giving their factual right. accounts of also seeing it. And the, this the, girl's the, Irish. having the same kind of encounters, right? So obviously she was drunk and that, just making up a story because she's, <laughs> you know, in Ireland they just drink alcohol that's, all the time. It's uh, uh, very offensive, Mike. Is it though? I, I mean, know. they made up a whole holiday just to celebrate their drunkenness. What holiday? St. Patrick's Day. Dude. Oh, that Same, one. Yeah. St. Patrick's sure, Day. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Look, don't get me wrong. I'm jealous. I wish I could make up that excuses to get drunk all the time, but I don't. We don't have any listeners in Ireland. It doesn't fucking matter. 
I think we do. Well, do we? <laughs> or do they just get drunk and hit the wrong subscribe button? <laughs> <laughs> and they just keep forgetting the... That's a very aggressive <laughs> position you're taking on Ireland. Look, I like Irish people. I'm making a joke. If, if they're real Irish people, they're fucking be laughing at this as well. This story's Northern Ireland, just Look, so we're clear I'm a big Conor McGregor fan, so... <laughs> I, I just want to make that clarification that you know, there's not a 50-year history of these stories. This guy, was it, 96, made the story... The first right. story that went worldwide, and there's uh, these subsequent stories that are all post-1996. I think all. that speaks yeah. a lot to it. Yes, I agree. Any hoodles, so, Ian? It was <laughs> it was 10.45 p.m. on a warm night. 18-year-old Karis Holdsworth was walking to her apartment from a friend's house in Lisburn. It was a city in Northern Ireland near Belfast. Her apartment was in a bad section of town, and as she approached, she noticed two teenagers in hoodies and jeans standing in her yard with their backs to her. She was immediately wary and put her hand in her purse to grab her pepper spray. As she was sneaking around the corner, the two boys turned simultaneously to face her, which really freaked her out. That's creepy. Just It just sounds creepy. Yeah. She said she felt raw fear when she saw their faces. Karis had her pepper spray in her purse, and she was still alert enough to defend herself if the boys decided to approach her, but they didn't. Instead, they seemed able to read her mind. Quote, no need for that, the older one said calmly. Quote, we just want to borrow your phone, miss. Kara said that they looked like two normal boys until, they, until she saw their eyes. They were pitch black, no trace of white or pupil at all. She felt she was in terrible danger and had to get away. Running for her door and fumbling with her keys, the boys followed closely behind her saying, quote, Please, miss, our mother won't be happy if she doesn't know where we are. All right, that's fucking weird, right? It's creepy. <laughs> I'm immediately freaked weird. out, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really play up that our mother, our yeah. father won't know yeah, where yeah. we are. Again, going back to what do people like empathize with? Absolutely. Like, yeah. We're just lost kids. We need help. Yep. She wanted to obey them at first, considering that they were young. She said, but seeing their eyes took her away from from wanting to wanting to deal. They with lost their innocence. Right. They yeah. lost their innocence. Real get quick. the fuck out of here. Yeah, she said, I just had to get away from both, and I knew if I obeyed them, I was going to seriously regret it. Karis managed to make it inside her apartment and lock the door, and she was about to sit down sit down with a cup of coffee, and there came a knock. Like Wait a minute, coffee it. at 10.45 at night? Well, there was, It's a little late hey, for coffee, Dave, right? Dave, she's Irish, there was Baileys in it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, and she's also living my life, because that's kind of the shit that I do. <laughs> yeah, well, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> you don't fucking sleep. <laughs> when she ignored it, the knock came again, and then she felt that overwhelming terror again. When she looked out the peephole, there they were, the two boys standing there staring at her. Quote, just let us in to use the phone, he said. Quote, we have no weapons to hurt you. There it is again. Oh, that's it's not weird. something you say to somebody. Right. The weapon thing again. Yeah. It's super weird. Exactly. Really weird. No, you, no, you I make, don't have a gun in my pocket. I, I don't even make, know what a gun is. Yeah, you make the situation <laughs> much more hostile yeah. when you acknowledge the fact that you don't have a weapon. Yeah, exactly. Like, just be normal. That's like loading up, getting on a plane. You're like, I don't have a bomb yeah. in my pocket. Hey, what are you talking hey, no about? no one check me. I don't have a bomb. Yeah. So I'm just going to sit down and order my Jack and Coke <laughs> and everyone have a good flight. Meanwhile, everyone's like, what the fuck? It's weird, man. 
Karis opened the door and ordered the children to leave her alone, locked everything up, and called a friend. When the friend arrived, the boys finally got out of there. However, Karis's friend said that she, too, also felt this overwhelming sense of terror as she watched these two boys walk away. Oh, man. It's really creepy. Super creepy. I, I want to see these fucking black-eyed kids. I want them to come to my house. Please come to my house. <laughs> He's calling you out now. Yeah, please come to my house. You know, you could just go find some kids in the street, Dave, and punch them, and then they'll have some black <laughs> no, eyes. Black eyes? Yeah. They'll come to your house, probably, with their parents mm. and the lawsuit. <laughs> if you want those problems. I don't want the popo here for assaulting kids. I want to see black-eyed kids. Okay. I don't want that. No? Well, I don't just want to deal with it. Like, it seems like if you just ignore them, they're going to go away. Just don't let them in. Oh. I just want to know what's going on, yeah. There's like a... Because I read a bunch of stories. Like, we picked out... We got four all together for this one. But I... Like, reading through all the stories, it seems like they... Once they get told no is when they get really irritated. And they say stuff like, we can't come in unless you let us in. What if you just keep saying, hold on a second, I'm changing... And then, like, 30 minutes later, oh, hold on a second, I'll be right there. <laughs> You'll, like, keep them on edge for, like, four days. <laughs> You'll have to come back later. Yeah. I'm doing the dishes. Oh, sorry, getting cookies out of the oven. I'm making cookie for you guys. You're I'm, in my, I'm in my nighty. Yeah. I can't open a door. Right. I'm plowing my wife. I'll be right out. <laughs> and then, you know, keeping them for, like, five days. Let's see Let's see if they'll last. We're, we're filming Cucks Across America. I, Necronomapod Mike is plowing my wife. Sorry. What do you well, want me to do? You know, you know what's weird with the with them too is it's there's like theories out there that they're kind of like talpas, like the men in black, like the talpa mm. stuff where like if you really get into it, that's when you have experiences with them. So I was reading about all this stuff the other night and listening to stuff and uh it was around like two o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I'm done for the night. I'm done. I, I can't because what if what if what if, what happens? If uh, I'm getting too into this, and then all of a sudden there's a knock on the door, and it's yeah, oh yeah, what the fuck are you gonna do, so Pally? I I, I I tapped out on on, ah. on looking into it the other night. I was like, I'm done. I, I want the knock at the out. door. Yeah, knock, mm. knock on my door. Not I, Rabbi. <laughs> so, Dave, this is uh, the creepiest one. You think? I think this is the creepiest story out of all these. By all means, I live just outside of a rural town in Vermont. It's a tight-knit community where everyone knows one another. People don't lock their doors at night. There was never a need to. A little over a year ago, I woke up because I heard a loud banging on my front door. At the time, my husband and I lived in a small home on a dirt road just off the rural route into town. It was the middle of a snowstorm, and the nearby hills got very slippery. So I thought that someone might have been in an accident and broken down. It's happened before. When I looked out the window... I could see that our motion spotlight was on. There were footprints in the snow that had come from our road and into our driveway, but there was no car anywhere. The snow was still covering the road and no one had driven on it for at least a couple hours. Our front door was obscured from the window, but I could see that someone was standing there. That's creepy as fuck. It's already super creepy. You just see footprints coming to your front door, but there's nothing in the street to let you know that anyone was there. And you're way out in the country. I mean, you're not, you know. Yeah, this isn't like the city. Downtown, right. Yeah, sure. That's fucking terrifying. In a snowstorm, no less. No one's going to be out. They are not. I wasn't sure what to do, so I woke my husband up just to feel safer. While I was telling him what was going on, the bang of the door started again, and my husband went to answer it while I stood in the hallway. 
Sounds like the start of a horror movie already, right? Yeah. When he opened the door, there were two children standing in the snow looking towards the ground. There was a boy and a girl, and they could not have been more than eight years old. They were dressed strangely and had odd haircuts. The girl's hair was very long and straight, but the boy had a dated haircut that almost looked like a bowl cut. I think we're back on the Amish kick here. (laughs) They weren't dressed for winter. My first thought was that they must have been some Mennonite children. (laughs) See, there you go. She knew. As far as I know, there was never a large community of Mennonites near us. Yeah, look for the the unibrow. That gives it away. You also would have saw, you know, a horse and buggy. Sure. Trail driving. Yeah, of course. Something. Butter churning. Of course, yeah. The smell of manure on them. (laughs) Pigs smell. Just so everyone knows, pigs fucking smell. (laughs) Whoever left that review can go fuck themselves. (laughs) Thinking back on it now, my normal reaction to seeing children in a snowstorm would have been to rush them inside and bundle them up with blankets and hot cocoa. But that's not how I felt. The children were very unnerving. They would not make eye contact. When my husband asked them if everything was okay, they asked, can we come in? My husband looked at me like, what do I do? And asked the kids where their parents were. They'll be here soon, is all they said. And it was around 2 o'clock in the morning at this point. So the only reasonable thought in my head was there must have been an accident or these kids got lost. As much as my instincts told me not to bring them inside, I did anyway. All right, so that, oh, that, boy. Might, that might not be the, the best thing to do. Here we go. The first non-turnaway. It's weird at this point, right? It's very weird. This is the first time that somebody lets one in or lets them in. Up until now, you're like, yeah, no, I'm not interacting with you. But you understand why they would probably, too. You have two kids in the middle of a snowstorm at your door yeah. asking to come in. Oh, I'm letting them in. A simple, like you know, kind-hearted person. Oh, for sure. But not even they don't. Not even black-eyed kids. Like they don't know that yet. You're right. Just kids. Of course. It's weird. There's no footprints. There's no. You're out in the country. And what she says is, these kids show up at my door at two in the morning. Sure. She says she has an irrational fear, a sense of you know whatever anxiety. We all might have that. Someone knocks at your door at two a.m. That's going to happen. Sure. You almost you you're you're almost instinctively going to let these kids in. Of course. You're rural Vermont. You're not, you know, you're not in a big city. You're not crime ridden. Right. Of course. Something's wrong if these kids are at your door. Exactly. I went to the kitchen to make them some hot cocoa while my husband took them in the living room. While I was fixing the kettle, I could hear my husband talking to the kids. He was asking them if they were okay, where they came from, how far they walked, and if their parents' car was broken down. Just general things like that, but they always answered no matter what, in unison, Quote, our parents will be here soon. They spoke in sing-song voice, and they weren't afraid to be in the stranger's home at all. So, that, I mean, that kind of... They're too comfortable. Back, yeah, to the, the men in black with the sing-song, yeah. almost like not yeah. quite human. And not stuff, really answering right? your question and kind of yeah. following each other's lead. Yeah. yeah. That's like the the woman on the, right on the Ohio side of the, on the river from the, like one of the first men in black encounters. Where she said they had, she was like one of the first ones to say sing song voice. And they kept asking her, what, what is her time? Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. Didn't remember? And she didn't know how to answer that. What and was the they also. just gave up and walked away. What, <laughs> what was the story, Ian, where like the, the men in black, it was a man and a woman in a house and they just wanted to get up and go out the front door. But there was like a, uh, like a coffee table in their way 
and they didn't know like yeah. how to go around it. Yeah. I don't know why. I was yeah. I just remember that that like it's just it's, uh, what it, like what a funny thing that would be just to watch yeah. like these two people confused how to walk around a coffee table. It's that almost human, but not quite. Like right. you missed one piece of yeah. cloning someone. Yeah, like when they made Ian. <laughs> God damn. I'm just kidding. I started to notice that our cats, and we had four of them, were all hiding. Normally, our cats are very curious and friendly, and we have to be careful that they don't run out the door when we leave. This time, none of them even tried to see who was there, which we thought was very strange. I mean, it's just kind of like college Mike. These these these, uh, these kids are these kids terrified all the pussy, just like he used to do in the frat house. Well, I did something to the pussy. <laughs> I don't know if terrified is the right word. More like prosecute. <laughs> I found my one cat, and all the hair on his neck was standing up, and his tail was puffed higher than I had ever seen before. When I bent down to pet him and see what's wrong, he hissed and started growling and backing up until he hid himself under the kitchen island. I have never seen him do that before. When I walked back into the living room, the kids were sitting on the couch as still as can be. But my husband was holding his head in his hands. I asked him what was wrong, and he just said he felt very dizzy all of a sudden, but he was fine. I turned back to the children to give them cocoa, but when they looked at me, I gasped. It took everything inside of me not to drop the mugs and run away. When they looked at me with their eyes, they were completely black. Dun, dun, dun. That's pretty terrifying. These yeah. kids are sitting in your house, two in the morning, middle of fucking rural Vermont, black eyes. It's really creepy. Husband's getting all fucked really up. Really creepy. When they saw that I was scared, they stood up and asked if they could use the bathroom. I tried to compose myself. I showed them down the hall. They went into the bathroom together, and I hurried back to my husband and asked him if they'd seen if he'd seen their eyes. He said he had seen them too, and it looked like his brother's badly bruised eyes after a car accident. We were in the middle of talking about whose children they could be when my husband's nose started to bleed. Fuck. He never had nosebleeds as long as I had known him. That's fucked up. So what are you doing at this point? That's that's weird. He got really it's a dizzy. Weird. He got really dizzy. Now his nose nose is bleeding. His kids are in the bathroom at this point. What do you do? I think you get him out of the house. Oh, I wouldn't have let them in to begin with. When when I well I no, guess you they wouldn't let him in at all. Well, they didn't see the black eyes, mm. and that makes I think a huge difference. I really do. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing with a lot of these stories. I would have is, let them in. Like when you read yeah. through these stories, they're always wearing hoodies and stuff, and they kind of mm-hmm. have their head down where you can't really see their eyes. Yeah. But, until, but in until most cases, close enough. Yeah. But in in almost all the cases we're going to talk about tonight, they saw the eyes before they allowed them into the home, right? Well, this this was this actually, this one this didn't. Was the only Not one. This, this one. is the only story I could find where they actually let them in. Yeah. That's why I included mm-hmm. this one. Yeah, the hoodies and is it the didn't, same in every store. And it didn't make reference to seeing the eyes until they were already in the home. So I would imagine if I was in the middle of nowhere and two kids showed up on my on my front step in the middle of winter asking to come in, I'd probably let them in because they. I mean, because you're a big, a decent human being, right? Sure. And you don't see their fucking cold black eyes. Yeah. Had I, had you seen those, you might be like, no, motherfucker. Yeah, what's going get on out, out, out of here? Yeah, but. At this point, now that I'm seeing their eyes, my husband's dizzy and he's got a bloody nose. Get the fuck There's out of here. There's something going on, yeah. for sure. I just knew inside myself, this has something to do with the kids in the bathroom. And I started crying while I ran to get my husband some tissues. But that's when the power went out. Oh. On top of all that, the power goes out. 
I heard my husband yell my name from the living room. I went to go to him in the other room, but stopped dead in my tracks. The children were standing at the end of the hallway. They weren't moving. I've never been so scared in my whole life. They just stood there in the dark after what I felt like was forever. The boy said, our parents are here. And they walked to the door, opened it, walked out, leaving it wide open. What the fuck were they doing there? God damn. Yeah. I have thoughts on this one. Well, not thoughts. I have conversation. We'll finish this All one. All right. My husband jumped up to close the door and almost fell over. We looked out the window and saw two men standing by a black car idling at the end of the driveway. The men looked like they were wearing black suits and very tall, at least six feet. When my husband waved at them, they just stared at us, got into the car, and drove off. What the fuck? So, Ian, is this is this another tactic of the men in black then? So what? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, what the do the men in black have kids now? Or like, you know, like mm. again, like trying to like appeal to people's uh, sincerity and their kindness. Let's send our kids. You know, our our creepy ass smiles aren't working. Let's send kids. What 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 are they doing there? Like, what's their end game? What are they trying to obtain? Well, that that's my other question because they were in the house. Yeah. And nothing happened. Like stuff stuff happened, but they didn't abduct anybody. What, what it, are the men in black ever trying to obtain though? They're they're always true. just kind of there and being weird. They were trying to learn, right? Just trying to learn. Is that what it is? Like a fact finding thing. But then why the Maybe. bloody nose? Why the power out? Why the dizziness? I don't know. Maybe it's like the like interdimensional, like something like let's just presuppose that they are like interdimensional kind of things like the men in black. Maybe that interdimensional energy, like whatever's coming off and just like fucks with things. I don't know. It's not out of the question. It's from a different world. Sure. Nosebleed. I mean, it's not like their head's exploding, right? It's true. <laughs> I mean, it's not that crazy. No. This, this interdimensional activity would create a nosebleed. Fair statement. That's wild. I still would, I still would let them in. Please, if, please if come visit If you saw the black me. eyes, yes. would you let them in? Yes. That's a stupid move, Dave. I just want to know. That's a stupid move. I need to know what's going on. You're like Mufon. You're Mufon. I need to know what's going on. You're not going to figure it out. I might. You're going to be the one that figures this out, Dave? I might. All these people. I would take pictures, though. Where's the pictures? Well, that's a good point. I mean, get one of those little uh, security cameras at your doorbell. Sure. But then I guarantee they're not going to show up. Mm. Like remember those hotel pictures of those men in black walking in? It's creepy. That was fucking weird, man. I want pictures like that. I want proof positive. Hotel or surveillance footage of anything to me is so creepy. It does. It has a weird feel to it. It has a like the Elisa Lamb. Absolutely. To me, to me, the Elisa Lamb episode we did is the creepiest episode we have ever done because there is video proof of something odd going on with that young lady. Maybe it was mental yeah. health. Maybe it wasn't. Either way, she ended up dead in a water tank, available in the archives. But that is, to me, the creepiest thing. Elevator footage, security camera footage I, is fucking terrifying. I don't disagree. It's a very strange story. I because do want to play the elevator game, though, sometimes. I don't even know if I could. I mean, I would. Oh, yeah. Drunk I'll, I'll play, play the elevator game. game. You also got to get an elevator where uh, no yeah, one's going to enter, sure. so well, it's going to be uninterrupted. Well, but we got to play it at, at that hotel, though. Yeah. what I forget what it's called now. The, uh, they changed the name yeah. of the hotel to I rebrand want, I, themselves. I would, dude, I would be so pumped if, if 
we played that and then we so, just like bounced up into uh oh yeah for sure no that would not way, be way, fucking awesome yes, it that would. would be great no Get the-, the way it was described was like hellraiser from hellraiser 2 with that big ass <laughs> diamond float and like it was a different dimension that's the way Woo. the creepypasta describes it oh yeah so it must Wait, be right. We, we, let's take a ride. We'll, we'll all three get in that hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, I'm down for that. So in that elevator. The other thing we need to think about is, okay, so <laughs> if we're going to go to L.A. for a live show maybe one day, we'll stay at that hotel. It's the something on Main. What's it called now? The something on Main. What was it called then? I'm going to look it up right now. You guys talk. I feel like, I feel like in reality, I would be more scared of being mugged or being killed. Because it's, it's on really Skid Row, right? right? In L.A. <laughs> yeah. The, it's yeah. not a the great. stay on Main. <laughs> What's, what, what was the name the, the, the Cecil the, Hotel. Cecil, yeah. The, the, the Cecil, the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. It's now rebranded as a stay on Main. It's listed as a three-star hotel. Bullshit. <laughs> but there's rumors that like Richard Ramirez stayed here. There's sure. multiple suicides from there. And it is in LA, right on the, the, the brim of Skid Row. Yeah. So if we're going to go stay there, you guys got to be ready to stay on Skid Row. Because that's about where we're going to be at the, you know, the stay on Main. Oh, like for it's, sure. It's not going to be a pleasant experience. And let's be honest, we're probably not going to sleep much that night. At least I wouldn't sleep much that night. I'm not going to sleep if we're in that room. I mean, I'm going to get a, a bungalow at the uh, Chateau Marmont as a Maybe backup. Maybe after, after that, we're going to do that, of course. Because we're fucking rich, famous podcasters. So we stay at the Chateau, Chateau Marmont. And the guy's going to uh, uh, slide a scotch down the bar. Yeah, fucking Hank Moody over here. <laughs> But I would love to do that. I'll play the elevator game there. Fucking great. Do you know what, like, security is probably like, oh, these fucking guys, more people here play the elevator oh, game. Sure. Get yeah. them the fuck out of here. Sure. They just hit, like, jam. We get stuck in the <laughs> elevator. They're like, you guys scared yet? They're like, yes, just let us out. I got to pee. Be a good show, though. Good, bo- right. good bonus show. The stay on Main. We're going. The Cecil Hotel. Let's do it. Los Angeles. As soon as quarantine's over. That's and also if you have not listened to Elisa Lamb, you need to go listen to that episode. It's fucking that video footage is terrifying. All right, fourth story. This one creeps me out. I'm through with standing in line at clubs I'll never get in. It's like the bottom of the ninth, and I'm never gonna win. This <laughs> life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> because we all just want to in line at clubs. I'll never get in. It's like the bottom of the night, and I'm never going to win. That was Nickelback rock star. Yeah. That was a spoken word. I'm going to trade this life for fortune and fame. I'll even cut my hair and change my name. Because we all just want to be big rock stars. Live in hilltop houses driving 15 cars the girls come easy and the drugs come cheap we'll all still stay skinny because we just won't eat hey hey i want to be a rock star it's even worse than fucking spoken word form it sounds real dumb if that's possible oh it sounds dumb oh does it it's fucking poetry, <laughs> fellas. That, poetry. that whole like, mm-hmm. sk- that that whole skinny bit, I don't like. That sounds weird. We'll, we'll all stay skinny because we just won't eat. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. Well, when you, if you do enough drugs, that. I guess that's what happens. I wouldn't know. I'm straight edge, but you know, I hear that happens. All right, for a story. <clears throat> I woke up to my dog Lucy barking. She was upright on the bed where my husband and I were sleeping with our 22 month old daughter, staring at our door like an unknown stranger was out there rummaging around. 
I thought she was just freaking out over a, a house noise. We'd only had her for three months, and she was still a puppy. It could have been anything. Our roommate, a creak from the house settling, the awnings moving outside in the breeze. I wasn't too concerned initially. I decided that the best bet would be to open the door and show her nothing was there. It sounds a bit silly, but it's what we do with our daughter when she gets scared, and I figured it, would, it should work with a puppy too. I opened the door, and she raced to the front door. So I'm assuming she meant her bedroom door. She opened her bedroom door, and the dog raced to the front door. She stood there snarling at the door. It was an angry, violent growl, one I had never heard her make before. I looked groggily at her and opened the baby gate, blocking the doorway, planning to open the door and show her everything was okay. The second my rant, my hand reached for the deadbolt, Lucy went wild. She started barking and jumped towards me, and when I touched the metal, she suddenly changed her temper. She whimpered, almost like she was afraid and backing down. As her manner, mannerisms changed, so did mine. I wasn't calm anymore. My heart was racing and sinking at the same time. I had been flooded with a mixture of fear and dread. I looked through the peephole. I can't explain why I looked, but I did. Outside were two kids. Scary, man. Creepy. So this girl was like almost going about it rationally. Like, I'll just show my dog there's nothing there. Yeah, nothing to be worried about. It's probably just a rabbit outside. Motherfucker. One was just a smidgen shorter than me and didn't look much younger. I'm 21, and she looked to be about 16 or 17. She was slender and pale. Her hair was a light shade of honey blonde, and she wore it long, about mid-back, with long, thin, blunt bangs in front that covered most of her eyes. She wore jeans, a light wash that's popular right now, and a thin-looking, olive-colored, pullover-style hoodie. She held the hand of a small girl, who looked to be around three or four, in the same style jeans and a button-down ivory cardigan. The smaller one looked at the floor shyly, but had the same shade of hair tied back in a ponytail. She held the stuffed toy under her free arm, and it was identical to one my daughter has, as was their style of dress. Had it not been for the feeling of overwhelming dread and fear, I probably would have asked these children in and given them some tea or hot chocolate to get them out of the bitter cold. Something about them seemed off. At this point, I hadn't made any noise. I hadn't shushed the dog or grumbled. Nothing. I hadn't turned on any lights. These kids had no indicators. I was at the door. The older one spoke. She had a voice that was mature, confident, strong, and accentless. She held her head tilted downward, and I couldn't see her eyes. She said, we have to use your phone. I stood frozen in fear. How did she know I was there? She raised her head to face me directly, and that was when I saw her eyes. There was a reason I couldn't see them through her bangs before. They were black, or midnight blue, or or dark, dark purple. They were otherworldly. She said, our mother is worried. These all kind of the same statements here. It's freaky. That's a little freaky. <clears throat> they all have the same mother? What's going, What's on? Smart? What's this, going on here? This girl, though, didn't even acknowledge that she was there, though, which is smart. Like, she didn't make a noise. She didn't open the door. She looked in the peephole, and they she knew at, she was there. That's what's scary. Really scary. As someone who has always been interested in creepy stories, I knew what she was the second she looked at me through the door. Wow. She already knew. That's fucking... What do you I mean? What, what do you do at that point, then? I guess I would know, too. We would... Well, and you and our millions and millions of listeners would sure, know. Sure. Because we're educating them right now. <laughs> I had never been one to believe in these things. As a staunch atheist oh, high five. <laughs> and skeptic, <laughs> when it comes to the paranormal, 
I had written off many a ghost story from friends and family members eager to tell their tale. I didn't believe it. Still, I couldn't rationalize my way out of this. I was standing with nothing but a thin wooden door between me and a black-eyed kid. There was no questioning what was right in front of me. Dave, this is like you. You don't believe in ghosts. You don't believe in spirits. I don't. I don't. You don't believe in angels. I don't. You don't believe in God. I don't. There's a black-eyed kid at your door. What, like, you're going to invite it in. Oh, yeah. What do sure. you make of that? Mm, I don't know. I mean, what happens then if you your nose starts bleeding? I if get, the power goes out? I don't if know. If you're dizzy? Like, I agree with you up until the point mm, where you invite them in. I play it out to the end. I'm not inviting I wanna them know in. Because I want to know what happens. Even if it means imminent death. Yeah, because I'm, I'm that curious. <laughs> I got I to know. Didn't curiosity kill the cat, Yeah, Dave? but I have to know. You know, they called me curiosity in college. <laughs> Did they? I slayed some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, hello. Is the microphone on? <laughs> Ian, hello. Are you still- <laughs> He's not even there anymore. He's given up. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this piece of shit. Why did I ever ask him to do a podcast with me? Yeah, dude. I got to know. I, I think that's where I disagree with you. Oh, okay. Wow. If you don't see the black eyes, I understand letting them in. No, if I see if I don't see the black eyes, I, I don't want them in. They're just fucking neighborhood punk kids. If I see the black eyes, that's, that's when, when you're inviting them in. No, that's fucked up. Absolutely. <laughs> that's insane. That's when I have to know what's going on. But like the story you just told, when you're in the middle of nowhere and it's a winter night, you see two kids on your front step. Yes. You're not gonna invite those kids in if you you don't see the black eyes. You're not gonna invite those kids in? Yes, I am. But then it gets even better when I see the black eyes. Not for you. It oh doesn't. yeah. Not for you. It doesn't. I don't know Pally. what's going on here. Well, you're gonna end up like that husband. I'm all in here. You're it's not good. You already know where I, I where I stand on this because I creeped myself out last night where I just stopped reading about it. Because yeah, you're fucking inviting them in and having a good time with them. No, I'm not gonna invite. No, them he's in. not. No, absolutely not. I'm not inviting them. In. I, I'm you're not inviting any kids into your house. Period. Uh, well, no. I mean, it, okay. Like let's let's just say. Like some of these other stories, it's like super late at night and they're knocking on the door and they, before you even open the door, they're already saying like what they need to do and. Oh yeah. I don't have a gun. Let me in. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't like that. That's super fucking. I don't know, man. man. I think I have to know. If the black eyed kids come to my door, they're coming in, man. So you just need to know if they have a gun or not. (laughs) No, I don't think they need to get that far, Ian. They're little kids. If they have a gun, I'm going to take it away from them. It's okay. Now, if they're black-eyed kids. (laughs) I got to know what's going on here. I did not answer her. Slowly and silently, I backed away from the door. Lucy still cowering at my ankles. She kept talking. Just let us in to use your phone. I took another step back, and with that step, the tone changed. At first, she seemed polite. When I took that second step back, she became commanding, almost hostile. We're not going to hurt you. If we wanted to do that, we would have broken in. I'll ask again. May we come in and use your phone? Oh, see that right there? Fucking bitch. We could have fucking broken. Yeah. They're not the best salesmen. We could have broken and killed you if we wanted to, lady. (laughs) We didn't. Let us fucking in. See, we're good people. We could have killed you. That gives you the vampire vibe. Yes. They're, they're making like these, they're making threats. Like, this is what we could do, but but we can't because you didn't mm. let us in. Like, it's super fucking weird. Yeah. All these stories about out, you know, when I'm in, I'm in rural Vermont, I'm here, you know. Again, like I always say, like, it, they're not coming to your house, to your apartment and 
They're not coming to a townhouse yeah, yeah, in, in New York City. City. Yeah, right. Oh, God. It's always I dare a motherfucker. Vermont. I dare a motherfucker coming to Brooklyn. Coming to Brooklyn with that shit. Yeah. Right. I don't know, man. I'm letting them in, though. I hate yeah. that argument more than anything in my oh, life. Oh, come on. It's a good <laughs> argument. <laughs> I, I Ian, it's it. true. It's it. true, though. It's true, though. It. But, Ian, why? let's it talk about that. Mad. Let's talk about that. Why? Why don't they go to more populated areas? I think it's the magnetic stuff. You, okay, you'll have to explain if that's that, the most, If that's the most logical answer. Explain it for the hillbilly like me that's looking forward to NASCAR coming back next weekend. That there's explain just places in, there's places in the in in the world that are more that have like these weird magnetic uh, anomalies than others. I Wait, you hate you, you hate that argument, but that's the explanation you give. <laughs> that, that's the most logical. The most logical. I mean, if I could give like a a fucking like a real fucky answer about it, I would say you give all the fucky just, answer you want. That they just don't want you to see them. Like they don't want New York City to see them, so they're not going to go there. So they know where the population is, and they go to the outskirts. You think, and they pick on like, like they pick the dumbest states in the country, and then they <laughs> prey on those said. people. I, that's not what. That's not. No, what that's I what said. I'm saying. No, that, that is what Mike is saying. That's <laughs> what Mike is saying. Are these stories in Alabama? Because well, you know, stop it. <laughs> Alabama's a fine state. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> I've been through Alabama. Alabama's okay. It's a horrible place. No, I think Mississippi's no. worse. If we're going to start arguing southern states, I'm going to say Mississippi is 50th out of 50. In, in everything? Yeah. In all categories? Maybe so. I, 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 I understand your argument, though. It makes sense. What, that they don't want to show themselves? Well, like, <laughs> or, the, it, or the magnetic thing. If you're looking to do kind of, uh, I don't know, under the radar stuff, you know, showing up in rural Vermont makes more sense than showing up in, in Brooklyn. That makes sense to me. I agree. So I get that. Lucy snarled at the door, and I inched backward, though something inside me seemed to be slowly pulling me back towards the door. It wasn't a physical pulling so much as a subconscious need to go back and let them in. I got to my room, covered up the window, locked the door, and sat there in the dim light of the nightlight. I heard her call back to me to the door once more, and then quiet. I didn't go back to sleep that night, and I haven't slept right since. I know from reading about them that BEKs, black-eyed kids, can't just come in without permission. I know, I know they haven't hurt anyone, but I still, f- I still fear I'll be the exception. When I told my husband, he said it was just a dream. He keeps, tell- he keeps telling me to forget about it. But this lingering feeling of sadness, this dread when the house is silent at night, this fear of a knock at the door, this tells me otherwise. Dun, 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 dun. Spooky. And these aren't, you know, there's tons more stories. These are kind of. Those are just the highlights. The highlights, the creepiest ones we could come up with, but there's there's tons more. And yeah, all over the world. All over. All over the world. Yeah. Australia. It seems men in blackish to me. It seems. It seems very men in black. If we think the men in black are interdimensional kind of things, I, I, I think this is along the same vein as that. That's my initial thought. Yeah, I don't disagree. I see him crawling out of a fucking, you know, a hole, a wormhole at the Skinwalker Ranch out in where's Skinwalker Ranch in Utah? Well, that that that's the weird thing about like when I was saying with like the magnetic stuff. Like I was watching um uh I was watching the 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 new show, The Secrets of Skinwalker or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh patron Amy 
hit me up and told me that was out. I I didn't even know that that was out yet. Is that Squirt Russell you're talking about? <laughs> it's a great patron from the early days, Squirt Russell. <laughs> Dude, she hit me up and was like, hey, there's five episodes. I'm like, oh, okay, so this is what I'm doing tonight. And uh, I watched it. It was It's it's cheesy, super cheesy. So mm-hmm. if anybody's like, you know, it, it it's a bit cheesy, but there's like some really good scientific stuff in there. But the the really weird thing about that show that really like piqued my interest was that they were getting these really weird radiation readings and they couldn't figure it out. And then because they bring in this astrophysicist that has nothing to do with it, and so he's kind of there as the like the debunking guy. Yeah. And they figure out that above Homestead Two. Because there's there's multiple homesteads on the ranch and homestead too. If we remember, that's where the portal opened up, the supposed portal. So above, like they were getting these crazy readings there, and then he he kept like aiming it around, couldn't figure out where it was coming from, and then he decided to do this test where they took a weather balloon up first, and then he did a rocket to shoot through the area. But what he found was that the like these crazy radiation levels and all this, like this, like this massive amount of energy was coming from a couple miles above the ranch, like up, up in the middle of the air. And wow. then, it, and, then, and then like after the weather balloon passed that area or the rocket passed that area, it just stopped. So mm. it's just like concentrated in this, this, this area of in the air and it makes no fucking sense. Like, it's just a couple miles. And so, like, they finally, like, they there was, like, two episodes where they were going hard on it. And then he came back and was like, okay, so this is going to sound completely crazy. But the only thing that I can think of is a wormhole. And he lays out Einstein's wow. theory of a wormhole. He was yeah. like, this is literally the only thing that makes sense as to why there would be that amount of energy just in the middle of the fucking air. Mm. miles above the ranch and we can't figure it out and that's what gave birth to black-eyed kids I, hey you know if it, if it's real maybe maybe these things slip through maybe they have rules maybe they maybe they have their rules in their own dimension they come over and they're like yeah we can't come in unless you tell us we can come in mm. i mean who knows i think there's just a lot of unexplained things that we just don't know yet I think so. I mean, what 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 if everything that would like that we think is spooky, like ghosts, poltergeists, yeah. aliens, big even Bigfoot, like all this stuff, it's like this interdimensional stuff that just kind of slips through. That would be know. amazing. That interdimensional are, stuff. Maybe is still there are wild parts. To me. Yeah, I don't understand a lot of it. I think that'll be a whole other episode, at least someday. We'll and keep that, teasing that. At that's why if uh, black eyed kids come to my door, they're coming in. We're having cocoa, and uh, we're going to figure out what the fuck's going on. I don't think they're going to have cocoa. There's something about, like, aliens creep me out. Like, there's certain things with aliens that creep me out. Like, the human hybrid stuff creeps me out a lot. I don't like that. Like, yeah. like the pictures of, like, the human hybrid stuff weirds me out a lot. But there's something about the the men in black, the black-eyed kids, like, this you're slightly human, but you're slightly not. Yeah. It really, sure. it leaves like this really unsettling feeling with you then. And then that's when I start, I'm like, so I'm myself, I'm super creeped out. Like what if I'm feeding the Talpa, if it's a Talpa, mm-hmm. 
Like, I don't want to feed the Talpa anymore. Cause Stop feeding the Talpa, I, Ian. <laughs> I don't, Fuck. I don't, like, I don't like it. Why are you feeding like that fucking all? thing? Yeah, quit bringing that shit on me. <laughs> the fuck? Pally. It's interesting, though. I mean, it's... it's it, no, dude, it's wild, they, for and sure. There are, there are so many stories out there. There's there's tons of them. I, I read through a bunch of creepy-ass ones. All kinds, and they always have the... There's, like, the same vibe. They can't come in. Yep. Unless you tell them they can Our mom's in. worried about us. Can we yep. use your phone? You have to invite us in. It's also odd. They get there's super always, irritated. Yep. There's always one leader talking. Yep. And the other one's silent. Yeah. Is that not similar to the Men in Black also, Ian? Where there's like the one person who's kind of like the lead of them talking? It, when they come in groups, it seems like it. Like there's the one popular one that John Keel... Uh, wrote about in Mothman Prophecies where there seemed to be the leader. His name is Apple, spelled A-P-O-L. And he kind of seemed to be like the one in charge in that situation. That was like where the librarian was involved and uh, a mm. couple other ones. But then sometimes they just roll up by themselves. Like, uh, mm. like Jack Brown. Jack Brown rolled in there with his tape recorder. They couldn't figure out how to turn on. And he was just being a fucking creep. And <laughs> on the it, was, it was turned off, and he was still acting like he was recording people. Motherfucker <laughs> didn't know. He yeah, didn't know yeah, it, this it's is just very weird. similar. Yeah, yeah. And there's all and, over the world. Like there's uh, stories from Sydney, Australia that we didn't that we didn't even touch on. I mean, you can't tell all the stories. There's tons of them. Oh yeah, I mean, there's 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 literally there's a whole subreddit devoted to black eyed kids and stories about black eyed kids. And probably ninety nine percent of those are bullshit. But yeah, I mean, there's always those few that, that it actually occurs to, or the people that, then, that have stories that check out. Yeah, but it it spooks you, and then it's like if you're getting spooked, then are you feeding the talpa? All right, you're feeding the fear. Well, you certainly are, Pally. Yeah, send them to my house, Ian. Yeah, Dave really wants my, to see I'll these. I'll try my hardest. Dave will send you. Kids. Dave will send you his UFOs, and you send Dave your black eyed kids. Absolutely. I want to. I want to see this stuff out there. That's my bottom line. You want something coming to you? I do. I want to see Bigfoot. I want to see Men in Black. I want to see black eyed children. If you want to see Bigfoot, I'll pull down my pants right now for you. If you want, just ask. Like, just ask, man. It's all right. No one's got to know except us. Oh man, I agree with Dave. I, I want I want to uh, as much as, as spooked out as I get, like reading this kind of stuff, and I, yeah. I freak myself out. I, I do. I want to see some. I want to see something that just fucking flips my whole world view on things. Hundred percent. That I can't even, I I can't comprehend. I can't explain. Yep. Like I want to see something like that event sometime. You know, I don't like. I went out to the NASA plant, or you know, on Lake Erie when all those UFO sightings were going on years ago, and I saw something. Uh, I don't know what it was, but I I feel like I could attribute it to some type of an uh, some type of a test that NASA was doing out there at the NASA plant. Mm. But it was cool, but I don't know exactly what I saw. But I want to see something that is like, nope, that's not that's not from here. That's I'm with not, you, man. That's not accurate. And if it's a black-eyed kid, then you know what? Scare the fuck out of me. Black-eyed children show up at my house and knock on my door. Fucking Ian puts you in a triangle choke and 
taps your ass out, motherfuckers. What you get for showing up at his house? I'm not. A, I'm not. Meanwhile, Dave's inviting you in for cookies and hot cocoa. Ian's putting you in a triangle yeah. choke. Come on in. I'm man. not answering the door. I'll look through the people. Oh, I'm answering the door and li- and listen to you, listen oh, yeah. to your spiel about how you need to talk to your mom and. Uh... We'll call your mom. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your mom I said what's up. <laughs> so, Dave, what's your end plan? When shit starts going down, I just want to know. I don't, I'm not scared of black-eyed kids. I okay. just want to know. Because you don't think they exist. But then when they show up at your house, I, but I then don't. when they're at your house and there's these kids with black eyes, okay, so invite what? them in. And then when your power goes out, then what? I'll punch them in the fucking face. I don't know. But I don't, <laughs> I'm not scared of black-eyed kids. If they're already in your house, I'll like they've already, they've already right. won. They've already won, I think. I don't, I don't like, think I don't, that's I don't, true. I, don't, I think if they're already to that point, you can't just physically beat them. Sure, I can't. I don't think so. I think I think you're wrong. I think you could physically beat them. I don't think it's going to make a difference. I think you're wrong. All right. So you think that they're fig- physical beings at that point, the black-eyed kids? E- based on what I've heard so far, yes. Okay. I just so, want to know. So Dave will beat kids. I want to know. Dave will beat the what black-eyed do, what kids. What do we think they are, like, if all, all three of us had to come down on that? I think they're an extension like of, like a, definite a, thing. like, a men in black type thing. Mm, I would black. say they're, like, a they men in black type Here's our next way to appeal to you. We're going to use children because our smi- our creepy ass smiles aren't working. So let's use kids. That would be my guess. Mm. If and to be honest, I don't believe in the black eyed kids. But if I had a if they were real and I had to put them to something, I would say they're attributed to the men in black. I think that makes the most sense to me. I I think the interdimensional story makes the most sense for all of this stuff. Men in black. Yeah. All uh, uh, everything. You know. That's the I most think logical so story. I, that's, that's what I would agree with. Like yeah. the vampire thing is really it's like it's a really interesting twist on it that mm-hmm. they can't come in unless you unless you invite them in. That is that's such a fun twist on on this, yeah for sure and the aspect of them. But I think yeah, if I had to come down like if I truly believed in them and thought it was real, yeah, it would be like the Men in Black thing. Like yeah, like you said, Mike. Like they figured out that uh, that the smile wasn't working, so. Let's, Let's kids use kids, yeah. But it still, and but make it still as, doesn't work. We'll make them as close still, they, as close to human as possible, that, that, and yet we still fucked up a little bit. That whole close to human as possible is the most intriguing part of yeah. this with Men in Black, with these guys, with the sing song, with the with the. Uh, I swear we don't have guns. Like it's just you know, like well, yeah, one hashtag like, off of what normal humans would say. What scares Americans? I find that very interesting. Guns. So I don't have a gun. Right. I'm not going to kill you. Yeah. Please let me in. Yeah. And you're like, wait, that makes me really feel like you do have a gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, like, motherfucker, I think you have a gun and you're going to kill me. It's just one thing <laughs> off. Like that. That yeah. is the most interesting part of all of that. I feel like a motherfucker standing outside my door with a gun who wants to kill me is going to tell me they don't have a gun yeah. and they're not going to kill yeah. me. That absolutely. Yeah. It's it's spooky and and it goes through like all and you know and I don't know I don't know if it's I mean Nick Redfern did the whole he did a bunch of Men in Black books and he's like kind of the leading guy on the Men in Black and he fully buys into a lot of the the Black Eyed Kid stuff so I mean if you go off Nick Redfern you know a lot of this stuff is there's a lot of creepy pastas but there's a lot of real encounters to him yeah in his opinion and uh, it it all follows the same thing it's like slightly human but slightly not there's like these weird things that just aren't huh. quite like people and it uh scary it's man fucking yeah absolutely man. yeah 
So uh, Fergie is welcome at my house, and Black Eyed Children <laughs> are welcome at my house. Either can come over. I will anytime. take Fergie. I will pass on the Black Eyed Children. Right. You can come to my house. I'm not going to answer that motherfucking door. You can get annoyed and pissy all, all you want. Sure. Then they'll just go away like they do. Fergie can come in my house. Oh, the oh. Black Eyed Kids can come to my house. Oh. I thought there was going to be a come joke. <laughs> Fergie can come in my house. That's what I said. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll post the the <laughs> subreddit in there too about some of the stories, man. Because there were there were some I was reading where they like started banging on windows and stuff and like kind of pulling on the windows a bit. Scary, man. Yeah, they 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 really wanted in, but they they're just, terrible salesmen, and then they get really they needed, angry they when they you say no. They needed to be right, let right. in. Like they were trying, like they were like making it aggressive. They didn't want to upset their but, bosses or dads or whoever they were. Yeah, the and they, they do reference a lot of time. They say he he will be mad about it. Like, who is he? God. You give him the old uh, Cheech and Chong. You can keep on a knocking, but you can't come in. <laughs> it's God. It's God, man. It's God. This is salvation at your door, and people are turning it away uh-huh. left and right. Uh-huh. Like a bunch of fucking weirdos and sinners. What are you going to do? All right, Ian, you got anything else to wrap us up in the Black Eyed Kids before we get drunker and make more fools of ourselves tonight? Not, I have nothing. It's <laughs> it's a it's a good change of pace from being fired up about the federal oh, government. Hell yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think this was actually a kind of fun show. No, it's great. Yeah, it's show. super fun. Yeah, yeah I love for sure. We had to mix it up a little bit here because it's been a heavy month for uh, for us, and we've been getting shit on from left and right. The gun nuts don't like us. The uh, anti-feds don't like us. Yeah, everybody's got the problems. feds don't like us at this point. No, I think, was, I think it was time. big. I think, I think uh, in Discord I was talking some shit about. Uh, you probably shouldn't government. do that. You probably shouldn't talk and, shit. And, uh, and Biggie, shout out to Biggie. He, he was like everything that Ian just said. I don't agree with uh, the federal government's great. <laughs> if if you're listening to this, you guys are the best. <laughs> oh Jesus! So that's that says a lot about where we're at right now in the month of May, getting into the big government stuff. All right, Dave, you got anything else on the uh, black-eyed kids? No, great story. But Fergie is welcome at your house. Fergie, as, Fergie is uh, welcome at my house anytime. And the black-eyed kids are welcome in, and you will invite them in. A hundred percent. Okay. Visit me. So let it be written. So let it be done. I have nothing further to add to this either. All right. Good show. This was a fun one. Yeah. I think we're going to have a fun month of bonus shows. Okay. Oh, we got, you we, promise? We have, a good, we have a good one coming up. <laughs> All right. That's a little teaser. Is that doesn't tickle get, your taint. Get, I don't gonna know what will. Little, it's going to get a little saucy. A little tantalizing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. All right. Thank you guys very much for uh, listening. If you are a patron at the $5 level and you wish to uh, jump up to the $10 level and get those Sunday episodes early, patreon.com slash necronomapod. You just got to jump in there and upgrade your tier. If not, no worries. We appreciate your support. We love it. Thank you so much. We will uh, go ahead, Ian. And thank you for everybody that switched over to the $10 tier. Yeah. That's really cool it's very humbling yeah thank you guys so much we appreciate it we'll see you guys uh well we'll we'll talk to you guys this sunday and then we'll see you next week bye